The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and ping pong balls, and the Astros keep crushing people, and what seems like good news for the soccer fans? There's a lot going on. Let's do it. It's a Tuesday on The Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for a Tuesday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe. With me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, the short-timer, Aaron Raybold, Lord Voldemort. You want to get in today? 713 780 ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, send a message. Aaron will read it if he likes it. Twitter is at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real, at Aaron is Blitzed, at Degenerates975, at ESPN975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And it's a Tuesday. We're going to make it a troll-free Tuesday. So if you do text and Twitch and troll... You're not getting any run today because we're just going to have some fun. Talk about all the great things happening in the world of sport and everywhere else. It's happening, Hoffman. Sports and stuff, man. What's going on with you, buddy? Mostly sports. Some stuff, though. I got some stuff. I have something I want to do today, next segment, that I want to find a way for all of us to connect better with Cal McNair, Jack Easterby, and company. And I think I have an idea. But we'll do that later. Uh, Your Astros last night. About uh, lots of no hitting going on for a while there. Yeah. Uh, Odorizzi, who's kind of been odorous all year. Uh, you see what I did? Ah, you've been waiting for that for yep. since about nine this morning. Yep. Uh, and he was real sharp last night. And, um, I mean, the, the weather was, was just dreadful. Yeah. Yeah, I felt bad when fun. that game was like out of hand. It was like six to nothing. And that poor Orioles pitcher who was like a rookie was just like, really, guys? <laughs> Are we really yeah, are, when are they really been, having me out here right now? When they delayed it in the seventh, I'm like, dude, just just go ahead and put them out of their misery now. There's no point. It was like seven to nothing. Um, but you know they continue to roll and get to get to beat up on bad teams now. One thing I'll say about Odorizzi, you don't need him to be a stud. You need him to be what Wade Miley was for you during the regular season before he melted down and couldn't pitch in the playoffs. You just need a guy who's going to put up good numbers against bad teams and give you that fifth day starter. And boy, he did it last night. Now, to be fair, it is the Orioles, and they can't hit their way out of a box. But you know, everybody else gets to play the Orioles. Yeah. So I do feel like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, you got to feel pretty good about where they are right now. Um, Jordan's crushing the ball. Michael Brantley is just yeah. The, the, this whole offense, it doesn't matter who they plug into these holes where Bregman's out or where uh, where Ted Williams is out. Oh, he's more like Hank Williams, but yeah, so. Hank, Hank Williams Jr. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know they just—they're just so deep. They, this should be a good run for him right now. And it, well, and it is, but I mean, coming up with with all the easy sure. teams, and um, I watched a little bit of it last night. I, I I was flipping between that and the hockey, which got out of hand so fast that I didn't need to watch the hockey. I really—it was really hard not to text Creighton and say, "What, what the hell is wrong with your guys tonight?" I bet he was real fun in here when it was like six to nothing. Uh, I think once it got to three to nothing in like the first period, he yeah. just kind of gave up. Yeah, that was the like, that, that he, was the move. He stopped paying attention, I think, because he was like, "All right." But we also had storms that were throwing him off because it was thundering loud enough to shake the whole building. <laughs> then we lost power in the building. So, I mean, he had a lot on his plate. He did he he had enough to take his attention away from the Isles getting just shellacked. Well, uh, man, we had a storm come through this morning that was just brutal. Uh, I want to say it was like 4.30 or 5. And, I mean, there was lightning bouncing all around us and stuff. I yeah. Need, needless to say, I didn't sleep. But uh, uh, the stuff can stop now. It's nice out right now. I mean, it's cooled it off a little bit. You know, we're not burning up when you walk outside. That's convenient. I, I, I like not melting. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm guessing we're getting more storms when it's all said and done. So I'm... I'm not. I'm not getting too excited about it. But uh, uh, and then we have ping pong balls tonight, AJ. Finally, 
It's time. We're going to figure it out, huh? Yeah. You, you know, and, and maybe it's because, okay, this is where life as a, a, a Leafs fan kind of affects how you look at a lottery. <laughs> because they had Connor McDavid and the ball bounced out. They had the, the one last year, Lafreniere. They had that one. The ball bounced out. They did finally get one with Austin Matthews, but they it's always so close. So I'm thinking the Rockets are going to have the ball in there for the number one pick, and it's going to bounce out, and they're going to be fifth, and then they're going to pick 18th. It could happen. But they, listen, it is. It, there's nothing to do, and, and there's no, nothing to really speculate on until it happens. I mean, it, it would suck if they don't. It would set the franchise back a, a whole nother year, but what are you going to do? Well, I mean, that's the breaks. You you made a you made a dummy trade where well, at the time they were going for it, it just didn't work. And that happens. But you know, I, it it is hilarious that so much of it comes down this is just bingo now. Yeah. And you're either you're pulling out your ball or you're not pulling out your ball. And you know, it, it's and it, it is amazing. You're right. It the whole team turnaround gets pushed back a year if they don't get the ball in the right place. And it's kind of silly, but that's that's the game, right? Yep. Even though you just had the worst season in, in all. It, it, and it's kind of funny to me that, you know, I didn't think about this. But right now, there's a good chance that in the three big sports here, we have the two worst teams in the league. Yeah. The Texans have, are probably yeah, going to be. Texans in the, I mean, the Rockets have the worst record. So they, yeah, they, I mean, they count. That the counts. Texans, I assume, will have the worst record. So, yeah, I, I, I think that is going to be the case. But, um, you know, it, and you're right. You can't, there's almost nothing to speculate on until it happens. And then when it happens, it's either, okay, you're two or three or one or four. Yeah. And great. Now we can talk about, now that's the kind of thing that, you know, you following college basketball as much as you have. That's something we can dive into a lot tomorrow uh, if they wind up there. But they wind up 18. It's like, okay, who cares? Yeah. It doesn't really matter much. <laughs> So we got that going on, and um, I reached out to Glenn to come on for a segment today because the uh, Dynamo introduced a new ownership group, and dude's already spending money, Okay, which I hope is good for Dynamo fan because um, I hope Dynamo fan's happy with that because, uh, you know, that's been the big complaint. They don't spend any money. They're cheap, and they went out and got a teenager. <laughs> that, I'm pretty sure that's not how you pronounce his first name. I'm sure Glenn will set us straight on that. But his first name is Teenage. That's that's their uh, big get. And they hired uh, they hired your buddy Jamie Roots. All right. So uh, he's always wanted to work in. Uh, well, he did work in MLS. He worked at Columbus before he worked go. for the uh, Texans. So he's got a background on it. Background in. It. So it seems like everything they're doing is pretty cool and makes sense. But I'm no expert on that. That's why whenever I need an expert on soccer, you call Glenn and say, "Hey, Glenn." I go to Glenn Davis. Soccer matters. Not just the best self-proclaimed soccer show in the world. The best shot soccer show in the world. There you go. At least in English. <laughs> American English. Because yeah, there's yeah. some really good ones with the English guys, uh, I'm sure, in Scott and Scotland and all that. But in in, uh, in America, that's the guy. And uh, we'll, we'll try to get him on to talk about that. So lots of stuff to get to today. And, um, you know, some sportsy stuff and some not sportsy stuff. That's the way it goes here. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, have you been glued to the College World Series all day? N- no, I have not. I've Neither actually, have I. This is this is uh. So first, you've heard of it. Tuesday is is my day where I pretty much from the time I wake up at five thirty until the time I come in here, I'm either working on show stuff or watching or, pornography. N- no, I don't. No, t- Tuesday's a non-porno day for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just don't have time. I uh, know that working. On, I've been working on a bunch of stuff on the website, and then I have to do horse picks for Sam Houston for three days. Uh, as they are, they have taken on the Rotama meat because Rotama had all this damage from this, the uh, freeze. Oh, okay. So the Rotama quarter horses will be running here, and that actually starts tomorrow. So I had to go through and, and do three days of quarter horse picks, and I'm going to probably bet them because if I'm right, like I may be picked in three days two favorites. Everything else is 10 and 15 to 1. So I, I, I'm just hoping I'm right. That could be a could be a beautiful thing. So, 713-780-ESPN, 713-780-3776. Echo Adam says, uh, if they don't get a uh, top four pick and fall to 18, does Akeem just get up and throw the envelope and walk he off should. the stage? He should. He should fight someone. Yeah. He should turn back into Akeem and... Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, and, and 
Yeah, I don't know how many, and really, now that I think about it, I don't know how many of our actual listening audience got to see Akeem in his prime, but I'm guessing a bunch of you never got to see young Akeem when he just had the A. He was a jerk. He was <laughs> he was feisty. He was. I mean, he got, uh, um, there was a game against Virginia when he basically, Olden Polynese has been bugging him the whole game, and they're running down the court, and he just elbows him in the throat out of nowhere and knocks him down. And he used to try to pick fights. He used to... Uh, tell refs to suck his bleep constantly <laughs> and throw a mon on the end of it. Uh, it, it. He was, but then, you know, later in his career, he really calmed down and got religion and all that stuff and, and became kind of, you know, I, I, I think that happens to a lot of people as they get old. So good on him. But yeah, he was, he was mean. That's the, uh, you know, that's the, the Akeem that would, I would want to see if they don't get it. But I, I would feel bad for him that, Okay, I'm going with this envelope. Oh, great. 12th. <laughs> At least if it's like 11th or something. But I don't think it can be that low. I still don't understand the rules. Well, it can't be a lottery pick. So it's it's got to be. Yeah, well, be, I mean, but wherever they land, at least if it's really low in the lottery, you'd feel like, oh, they're only moving down six spots. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel good about any of this. But yeah, I, 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 I've read on, up on this thing enough and I still don't understand it. I'll just wait and see where where the logo is tonight when all this all this happens what time is that at uh, i think it's seven so i believe okay. oh okay so wow thanks a lot show <laughs> Seven thirty is when the broadcast starts okay okay so the actual so lottery. the actual lottery probably won't take place until eight thirty. uh yeah it's gotta be before eight right i would hope in so, theory but... hmm. all right well 713-780 esp injury numbers 713-780 Three seven seven six. Somebody says a pick can't be lower than five. Okay, so that would be if the envelope comes out and it's lower than like the low. If it's five or lower, then they're out. Right. Yeah. Then the Thunder get that pick, and then they drop down to eighteen. Well, the Thunder have like five million picks too. Yeah. This is why. This is why it's going to work out that way. Thunder don't even need that pick. No. No. They're really, really good already. Yeah. Yeah. They, they got ten million picks though. True. All right. We come back. I want to uh, I want to get into the psyche a little bit of Cal McNair and Jack Easterby. Oh boy! And how maybe I don't know how I feel about well, this. Well, just just bear with me, okay? I think we can find some common ground. You know, I'm always talking about we could find common ground with anybody. I'm I'm hoping this will work. We'll be right back. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. You see the uh, clip that Houston media critic tweeted at us of Olajuwon as a rookie basically just slapping Billy Paltz. (laughs) Yeah, he was. Those were the days. So I wanted to think. uh, I've been thinking about this. It's like, okay, I've probably been pretty hard on Cal and Jack and Nick. Probably deservingly. Yeah, I mean, I, I, but I thought, you know what? What do I always tell us when we disagree on something? And maybe I totally disagree with how they're running this franchise into the ground. I, if I were going to run it into the ground, I'd pick a different way to do it. But that's okay. But what is it that we all can find agreement on sometimes? Um, like, where, where, what common ground can we all have? Booze, booze, yes, sex. I, I uh, don't want to involve Jack. You should be in my sex conversations. Boom. I'm just guessing he'd be like the guy who took uh, Zobra's wife. No, oh, he could be. Yeah, he's one of those. Oh, imagine if you got cucked by Jack. Like, what a life you've got. One fish, two fish. That'd be embarrassing. Fish, I'd just be like, even for Ben Zobrist, that'd be embarrassing. Like, how drunk were you that you let that happen? Mm. Jeez. Um, no, I mean, beer, mm-hmm. whiskey. 
Yeah. Although I don't think Jack imbibes. Um, maybe he should. Might be more likable. You know uh, what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I know what you're saying, buddy. No. TV shows. And don't ask me why I was thinking this, but I was just kind of thinking. Why were you thinking this, friend? I have no idea. Oh. I just thought maybe we could find some TV shows that we all like together. And that way, Cal and Jack and Nick, we can have conversations with them without me telling them how dumb they all are. I mean, it's just a start, right? It works for me. Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you where this came from. I was watching Rick and Morty, and I was stoned, and I just thought, mm. I, wonder, I, I wonder if Cal McNair watches Rick and Morty. And then my first answer was no. Stop. No way in hell. But I was kind of imagining what he would be doing if he was. He'd be sitting there going, Hannah. Will you give me a Mr. Meese's box for my birthday? You see that, Mr. Yeah, I don't get that joke. You, won't, you don't get any of it, but everybody else does. That's okay, just because you're too stubborn to watch a cartoon that is the funniest show on television. That's all right. That's, that's your loss. I, I don't make fun of you for that. But I can see him. That Mr. Nimbus, he's a, he's a coot. What about the – but I, I think more, more his style, Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh is very Cal esque. I actually, someone said that Winnie the Pooh is a girl. Uh, mm, well, Winnie. I mean, the first name it, is right? Winnie. Yeah, I kind of thought Winnie was asexual. Oh, if you type in "is Winnie the Pooh," the first thing that pops up is a girl. Yeah, let's find out. Mm. Um. No. Uh, okay. It's named at so Winnie the Pooh is a boy, but named after a named, black bear. Yeah. but isn't Christopher Robin a girl? Uh, Christopher Robin is a boy. Oh, yeah. I kind of feel like Piglet would be my character. What do you think, Hannah? I look like Piglet. I think that's the one he'd be watching. So, Christopher Robin was really named after the original author's son who had a pet teddy bear that named it after the black bear at the London Zoo named Winnie, who was a girl. Hmm. But in the cartoons, Winnie the Pooh was a boy. Uh, I'm totally confused. <laughs> I really am. This this is now... You like, didn't want to learn Winnie the Pooh facts today? Uh, no, I didn't. You I, didn't have that on your show I prep? Just, uh, no, I was just wanting to make fun of Cal McNair, and now we've taken it in a totally dark oh, direction. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I just, I, I you know... I just wondered what kind of shows he would watch. I love that young Sheldon. I mean, because I, I, I kind of think of, I kind of think he he strikes me as like a guy who's watching like Bonanza and stuff from like 40 years Gun ago. Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke, yeah. But uh, my OT asks, is Eeyore a boy? I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, I don't, I don't have everyone's <laughs> sex. I just heard that Winnie the Pooh was a girl, and I guess... It's sort of a misleading story because it's just the bear that Winnie the Pooh is named after is a girl. That's all. Let's go back to Cal McNair. Now, I think you know Eeyore, poor Eeyore, they, they need to get, that, that guy needs therapy. I guess. Oh, no. <laughs> There's Tigger again. That, that's probably closer to Cal. Yeah. Although Cal's not depressed. No. It's just how he talks. Teletubbies. Yeah, see, that's it. You know what he's watching? I thank you for ever said that. He's sitting around watching uh, PBS, uh, all the cartoons on PBS. And he watches like old reruns of Bob Ross. Uh, yeah. Or Look how he made that mountain. <laughs> That's a nice mountain. There's the trees, pretty trees. Hannah, is Clifford the big red dog on? <laughs> I want to watch that today. At Clifford, he's a coot. <laughs> Bob the Builder. Oh. <laughs> Uh, you know he's got like all the reruns of Dennis the Menace on DVD in black and white too, and he carries around a little slingshot in the back of his pocket when he's walking around NRG. Yeah. Do you think he watches anything on his phone, like while he's watch, walking around NRG? Yeah, he watches video games. He's all uh, up on the video game streaming now, Fred. He wants to learn how to be the best at Minecraft or whatever <laughs> the kids are playing now. Gotta grind. Cal looks likes Chuck E. Cheese. Oh man, I. I'd be willing to bet money that if we just you know, station somebody at a Chuck E. Cheese, Cal would show up there. Cal, Cal rinse it out. You know, he's like, I need you guys to close down so I can play some skee ball. 
And he's like a skee ball savant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eventually, Han has to get one of the employees to go climb through the little rat tunnels to go get him. Cal, come on, we're going home. Yeah, I don't want to go home. He's just <laughs> hitting that middle. He's, he's hitting that middle circle. He's the Rain Man of skee ball. Yeah, just, <laughs> every time. <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, HTX says he plays Madden franchise mode and still ruins the Texans. Yeah, like hey, said he did play Big Enos and Smokey and the Bandit. Why do I? Well, I would not be surprised if he has the Smokey and the Bandit trilogy on loop at his house. I, I just think that would be something he would watch. That's where the mustache came from, right? I think Cal only likes remakes of movies. Like he's the one guy who like who thinks that remakes are always better than the original. Yeah, but, you know, he, like he'll watch it, whatever bad movie gets remade. He's like, oh, Longest Yard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He loves the the remake of Longest Yard, not the original. Oh, he's probably trying to produce a a, a whole new line of Smokey and the Bandit movies. Yeah, yeah. Starring Cal, <laughs> Sheriff Buford T. Justice. <laughs> well, the movies will be three hours longer because it'll take that that long for him to get the lines out. You know what was real good when they made the movie about the Dukes of Hazard. I loved the Dukes of Hazard when I was a kid. Man, I just love seeing it come to life on the big screen. And that Daisy Duke. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> oh. oh, man. <laughs> Cal's owner and team captain of a laser tag league on weekends. Yeah. I can see that. I just want to find out what he does for fun. Maybe, Maybe there are some things that we can kind of agree on i want to know what his hub category is Ooh, it's probably going to be standalone stash uh, porn. it might be yeah you know, I, I don't know i'm gonna say cartoons uh don't, yeah. make, don't make fun of that too much you got you know who's sitting next to me here yeah i mean i i, I mean well done cartoon porn is this i mean no not even well done just like where they took a family guy and they dubbed over it and drew like D's and boobs on top of the original drawings and then recorded it with their phone. Randy says Cal's walking around in RG playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> gotta catch them all. Hannah, I got a squirtle. <laughs> Ski ball porn on, on the hub. Oh, man. Okay, this is not where I wanted. I thought this was going to go, but that's okay. I, I think it worked out. I I just would like, yeah. You know, I'm trying to get to know the man a little bit. Give him the benefit of the doubt, because guess what? We're stuck with him. You can't get a new owner. No. Uh, you can't get a new director of football operations because he and the owner are you know, dating, or him and the GM are dating. I don't know which one. Maybe uh, maybe it's maybe it's a Mr. Nimbus threesome. I don't know. Uh, but it, it's whatever it is. None of those guys are going anywhere. So I want to make the effort to get to know him a little bit better. Well, I t- I'll tell you this. You know what you need to get to know better is underdog fantasy. That's there you right. Go. I, man, this stuff, like, listen, best ball is the future of fantasy. Nobody wants to uh, to deal with the, the long season and setting your lineup every week and all that. People are done with it. Uh, and underdog knows it. And they're like, all right, let's do it. But besides the best ball fantasy, which they do have that best ball tournament coming up, and you get a free $25 when you deposit now using promo code radio, and that's enough to enter you in that big tournament with $3.5 million in total prizes. But they also have parlay props where you say they've got like, let's say they've got 10 guys, and they say, who's going to score more points, this guy or this guy? You pick a handful together, and you can make some decent coin. I mean, it's it's a really cool thing. Uh, that you can do right there on Underdog Fantasy. And you might be saying, well, how how does that work? Well, I'm just telling you it works. Check it out for yourself. Go to underdogfantasy.com uh, or find it in the App Store and register with the promo code radio to get $25 cash for free with your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code radio. ESPN 97.5 This is 
The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 325 says, I bet McNair can't even manage how he spins his skee-ball tickets. That's <laughs> I'm going to overpay. Cal, you He's should, still saving up. Cal, you should save up for the big stuffed bunny. But um, I want that sticky hand. Uh, uh, you slap it on stuff and it sticks. It's crazy. I want to overpay for that magic ring. That's the only ring I'm going to get. It's a mood ring. It, it works, I promise. Uh, uh, Last time you got the slinky, it kinked within 10 minutes. I'll take care of it this time, Mom. I mean, Hannah. <laughs> God. I bet Cal has a high score on the whack-a-mole game at Cidercade. Oh, I don't think so. Giggles the whole time he plays. He's a little. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I don't know that he's enough of an athlete to have the high score at whack-a-mole. <laughs> well, it does, yeah, it does take hand-eye That's coordination. Right. But quick, quick, uh, quick twitch movements. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Deshaun has a sticky hand. Oh, oh, oh no, I thought it was a sticky belly. Well played. Well played. Um, so I, I think I'm, I'm missing something with this NASA story. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I just don't see it as a big deal. Um, and I, I know that it's, well, he's, it's the number one selling Jersey uh, yeah, in the NFL already. And so I, I, it's a big I, deal to some people. I get that. I just also, uh, you know, I also think that this has already been done. And to make it sound like, well, first active player, I mean, it's been there. I mean, it shouldn't be a story. And, and great for him. But, uh, I, I mean. I disagree with you. I think there is something to a guy, like, actually making a team and being on the active roster and saying that. Like, it, it's. Yeah, see, I, I don't. Uh, I, I don't. I mean, it, it, I mean, the Michael Sam thing was a bigger deal at the time. Why? Because he came into the league. I mean, he didn't make it onto a team. I know, but that has nothing to do with it. That was a huge story at the time. Because do you know how many guy, gay guys have not made it into the league? Probably a bunch. You know how many gay All guys have? All of them have? ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, come on, man. That's silly. Uh, but no, I mean, that was a bigger deal at the time. And you were doing radio then. You know that. Uh, uh, yeah. And I, I mean, that, that was, and it also became a big deal because he didn't make the team. Yeah. And, and there was a lot of speculation as to why. So... Yeah, you know, I, I think it's great that the guy did it. I don't. I, I hope at some point we live in a world where it's no big deal, where somebody comes out and says, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm gay in this particular sport or workplace or whatever." But I I, I just I, I'm not. It's just not resonating with me because I feel like we've already done this. I mean, I guess that's fair, and I mean, it means to people what they want it to mean. It's it's not a huge deal to me either. But I'm also not a person who's all that worried about who's gay and who's not. Uh, but there are certainly, it's certainly a, there's a lot of people who are looking at it as a big step and a lot of people who are looking at it as him, uh, doing something that really no one else has, has done because no one else has had to, you know, ha- he, he, no one else has been part of an NFL team and had their 51 teammates know that they're gay. Like uh, that's it, not true. I just had, it hadn't been public. Well, I've t- okay, I told that, you about the Oilers. Fair. Everybody knew that, on that okay. team knew who those guys were, and they had no problem with it. Okay, so yeah, this is not. I mean that. I mean it's. It's just I feel like it's being, um, sold as groundbreaking, but this stuff has been going on. Then why? How come the the guy on the Oilers didn't say anything? Because in the eighties, that wasn't you couldn't get away with it. Okay, it, publicly you wouldn't you would have lost endorsements and things like that. And this and now. He's going to get more endorsements. He I is. guarantee you. Yeah, and the jersey sales are great. And I'm not in, in any way saying, yeah, I'm, I'm gl- glad he said it. I just don't know why. Well, and I, I don't and know why said, we have to anymore. Man. He said I, as much in his Instagram video. He hopes that one day people don't have to do this. People don't have to announce that they're gay because it's just going to be if somebody's gay, they're just gay, and it's not a big deal for the world to find out. Or there doesn't have to be this moment where you tell the world because it's just accepted as it is. And I, Josh, but we're not there yet. Josh and Beaumont makes a really good put, uh, point. Sam took a much bigger risk announcing it before the draft. Maybe so. And, you know, so, I mean, I I just feel like 
to me, this it, it just feels like the the girl kicker all over again. Oh, this is the first one. It's like, well, no, no, we're forgetting history here. It happened before. And I, I, I the my, dude, if I mean, you don't make an NFL team, you're not an NFL yeah, player. Nah, that see, that's now you're you're splitting hairs and you're doing. No, what, I'm not. Yeah, you, you are. You didn't make a team. That means you weren't in the league. You were in the NFL. You were getting paid for your preseason games. You had a contract. That's the thing. Why? Why? Why is it that you have to split that hair to try to make this more important? Than what, what are it Michael is? Sam's career stats? That's not. They're the non-existent because he didn't play in the league. Okay, so the the games he played in preseason, he wasn't under contract. He, he, he didn't get he paid. Was just Wait, the did, way. Did he get paid by the okay, NFL? Fred, yes, he did. Okay, guess what? Then stop. When you're a minor leaguer and you're at spring training and you're in camp with spring training, it, it, now are those guys getting paid? They're not getting paid by the major league team. It's not the same thing. Who are they getting paid by? They're getting paid by their minor league teams. Who? They're not getting. Who do you think not, funds the minor league teams? Doesn't matter. See, that's not. Why that's it's a all false one comp. umbrella. No, it's that's a false comp. If you had a it's, no, it's the exact comp. No, if they own the XFL and who he was pays playing the salary the of the Sugarland Skeeters players? Uh, the Sugarland Skeeters, wrong. Owned by the Astros. Okay, that means the Skeet. Astros pay the salaries. This uh, this is a horrible comparison. No, it's not because they're not the major NFL, leaguers. The NFL doesn't have a minor league. No. They just say you either make it or you don't make it. Period. And Michael Sam didn't make it. Yeah, but what does that like? What if does Michael that have Sam to do never with played the- an NFL game? He's not an NFL player. Okay, he so, was once an NFL prospect. Uh, he well, was not see, an NFL again, player. You're, you're doing what all these guys are doing, and this is what I think is is this embarrassing. Is why, well, then that's on you because no, you're the one not. who can't can't separate that those are different no because games. you're making this a bigger deal because this guy's in the league. Okay. So look, the, I'm not making it a bigger deal. It's just a different deal, and you're saying no, it's the same, and it's not. It is the same. I, and, okay. and it was actually actually it was a bigger deal when Sam did it for the reasons that the uh, the texter brought up, and no one's arguing that. Yep. And guess what? At the time, it was it was more news. It was a more newsworthy story. Michael Sam's story got more run than Carl Nassib's story has gotten. So it was a bigger news deal, but it's certainly different. How so? Because he's an NFL player. Okay. That, 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 you just keep going back to that. He's a current <laughs> NFL player. I, I, I mean, really, I think the fact that... And again, I think I, I'm putting you in with a lot of people who are doing this. It, it's like, this is how we're going to make this story more important. He's an active NFL player. The first ever. Where's the lie? It's not a lie, but it's, it's, it's misleading. It's story. It's no. misleading. No, it's because you're doing it to make it a bigger story. That's what you're doing. I had no intention of even talking about it today. It's not a bigger story. I'm not trying to make it a bigger story. But you're falling right in with the people who are making it a bigger story. You're the one who brought the story up. Yeah, and I brought the story up. And now you're saying, you're making it a big deal. No. No. The story just is what it is. He's the first active NFL player to be gay openly. Just record that and play it over and over again because that's all you're saying is the same thing. Well, you keep saying it's not, but you're wrong. Uh, Like You keep saying the wrong thing over and over. No, I'm not wrong. (laughs) You know what? You know what? The thing is, the thing is, I brought it up because... Uh, people like you are saying stuff like that to try to make it into this huge deal that this is unique because you're splitting hairs. You're misleading people. It's a big deal that there's a player who had the balls to come out and say, hey, I'm gay in the NFL. All right. But it's been it's we've been through this before with the sport. And that's my problem is that people tend to forget the past and they tend to forget all the Michael Sam stuff. And that happened. And I think it's a big deal. Congratulations. But to use that phrasing is you're you're basically you're playing into the media bs okay well if you say so i mean oh i say so the fact is michael sam never played in the nfl period i mean you keep going back to that and and you you keep saying he did and he didn't Uh, what team did he play for he played for the rams and what stat what were his stats his stats in the preseason you want those oh the guy had a bunch of sacks again it goes and back to wait, the same thing and he was somebody the, who shows up at spring training no it's not isn't that's, a major that's leaguer. a terrible example <laughs> no the truth is he also was on their practice squad for a while okay. those guys get paid and practice with the team sure there's guys on the 40-man roster who get paid mlb salaries who aren't in the mlb all right so basically they're still professional baseball players yeah are, are they major leaguers if they're on the roster listen aaron there's guys in Turkey who are professional basketball players. Are they in the NBA? But you know, again, you're also looking at two different things. NFL is there is no minor league of NFL. No, these teams don't have a minor league team. They have a practice squad. Right, but you are still an NFL player. The, the second you never, that's never played in the NFL. He played in preseason. That preseason still counts. <laughs> no, it does not. Does spring training count for baseball? 
That's a different story. No, why? Does preseason because count in making? Because does preseason have, count in the NBA? Yeah. If you played, yes. If you were a if you are a college prospect, you went out, you made it an, an NBA preseason team, or and then you, and team. then you get sent down to the G League. You were still you played a in the NBA. Basket. Yes, you played in the NBA. That's the most absurd thing I've ever heard. If you never play in a game, an actual game that's counted, you're not a profession. You're not a professional. Or no, you're not you're not an not. NBA player. You're not an NFL player. Now you can be a professional basketball player because you make money for playing basketball, but you're not an NBA veteran until you make the NBA. If a guy's on the practice squad for five years, does he get his? Is he vested by the NFL? No, I don't know. I don't know enough. There. Well, I can tell you, crazy no. dumb rules because he's not so in the NFL. Well, so that's what we're doing. We have to get guys vested now before they can actually come out. But I'm saying, if I mean, if, if he's there, if he's there for five years, is he vested? Anybody else who plays in the NFL for five years is. Why isn't someone who's only on the practice squad? Because he's not in the NFL. Oh, well, what about the guy who played four years? Is it, then he can't come out? He can. I'm just, the whole point is it doesn't count. Service time matters. So saying that a guy played in the NFL, if he's, if he's gained zero days so, of service time, okay, how? Okay, so was Johnny Manziel a, a, an NFL player? Did Johnny Manziel take only a game day seasons. snap? Did he take a game day snap? That means he has two years of service time, There's still Aaron. games on pre- in the preseason. Is, it, is this difficult to figure out? He played two seasons. That's two seasons of service time. But you're How many does about, Michael well, Sam have? If he's on the practice squad, How many does vested? Michael Sam have? Zero. Why is that hard to figure out? If you, I'm, <laughs> Fred and I are saying the same thing. You are signing yeah, you a contract. Yeah, you guys are saying dumb yeah, stuff. Well, no, you're, you're making the whole point of this. That, no, oh, Michael think, Sam never okay, played in the NFL, got, so he doesn't count. That's dumb. <laughs> we all have contacts in That's the NFL. Just dumb. Contact an NFL player and ask them. You have you have Quentin Demp's number. Text him and say, "Hey, if you play just the preseason, are you still in? A, did you play the NFL or not? Because he played in the NFL. Uh, okay, but that uh, that's yeah. <laughs> if you guys say so, I'm, I can't argue. Like, if you don't make a 53 man roster, you didn't make it to the league. You just didn't. So was Master, why, did Master well, P play in so, the NBA? No. Okay. No. I mean, it, do, is every hundred like every hundred guy, like one hundred and ten guys or whatever that show up for an NFL training camp are they all NFL players? When you sign the contract, yes. No. All right. I, I, I guess you guys are right then. <laughs> no. My 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 point is pretty simple. It's that it, it's you're you're all kind of doing this and and making it sound like. That the the Michael Sam thing didn't exist because he wasn't an NFL player. There's a guy who went through the draft and and came out before then and probably didn't get a job because of that. He also was on the he was on two practice squads, played in Montreal briefly. He was terrible. Um, and yeah, guess what? He's a CFL player. Yeah, but I mean that's that's my whole point is why are we making that the story instead of you know hey let's remember other people have done this. That's it. And to me, it's belittling to, to what Michael Sam went through to, to act like this is the first time. Because it's not. Okay. Well, what would have happened if he wouldn't have said anything and then he was out walking around Las Vegas holding his boyfriend or husband's hand? Did would not. anybody have made any big deal about it? Oh, yes. You ever heard of this thing called TMZ Sports? Yeah, again, yeah, no, no one would have ever done that. That's not, what, that's not how the news works. Are you kidding me? But it's Carl Nassif. He's not a big enough he's player. He's six that foot gonna... seven. He's like no, three hundred twenty pounds. He's like... not. He's not your marquee name player. Right, but People I'm saying gone, he's not a guy okay. that you'd miss. I, I'm not saying recognizing him on the street. I'm saying unless it's an Aaron Rodgers, a Tom Brady, a Deshaun Watson who like just were to do that. If it's just an NFL player who's just a middle of the pack player who ends up being gay and doesn't tell anybody, but still lives his life with his boyfriend or husband, that's nobody's going to say anything. That's why it's the first openly gay guy. Not the first gay guy. Like Fred said, I don't know what was going on with the Love Your Blue Oilers. Hand, that's still You want to take this to another step. If uh, if you spent time in this city in the 80s, there were a lot of gay athletes. Yeah, And, it, and they were openly gay publicly uh, in Houston, but not with the media in terms of, you know, like they weren't coming out like like this guy was and saying, "Hey, we're we're doing this." They just did it, and everybody in Houston pretty much accepted it. And I and you wouldn't have to try too hard to figure out who they were. Yeah, but that was their. And I ran into a bunch of those guys out and about, and that was their private life. And that was we left that alone because it didn't matter. 
And, you know, but in this case, I just think I am absolutely 100% for the guy. Happy did it. I just think that, you know, again, it's a story that's being jumped on and we're splitting hairs. That's all. When it, let's talk about some of the other guys that have, that have actually been there too. All right. Quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. On ESPN 97.5. All right, here we go. Saturday, June 26th. That's this Saturday. Two-division world champion Javante Tank Davis sets his sights on history and a title in a third weight class against a huge dude, a huge champion, Mario Alazteca Barrios, live Saturday, June 26th. This is a, a, a like a big, It's you're jumping up two weight classes Tank Davis is like, no, I'm done with all these little guys. I'm taking everybody's belts. 24-0, 23 knockouts. Uh, Baltimore native, uh, and he is taking on 26-0 with 17 knockouts. WBA super lightweight world champion out of San Antonio, Texas, baby. Going to be a fantastic fight. Somebody's O has got to go. That's what they say in the sport. Four-time world champion Gervonta Tank Davis uh, taking a shot at a third weight class championship against Mario El Azteca Barrios plus 154-pound t- uh, title contenders Erickson Lubin and Jason Rosario clash as well. It's two undefeated superstars, Gervonta Davis, Mario Barrios. That's this Saturday, June 26, live on Showtime Pay-Per-View. <laughs> Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we're back on the Blitz 713-780-ESPN. One of the things we talked about on Twitch. I guess all forgot about Jason Collins, huh? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was name one of the most. 100 influential people on Time Magazine that year for doing that. So it's been done before, is my point. And, and it's just not been done in the NFL. Uh, see, it has, though. That's, that's, and that's where we differ. And the bigger argument should be, you know, why the NFL is behind every other sports league. But again, I think this is just, you know, uh, hey, good for him. And yeah, I hope people go buy his jersey. I hope people support him. I hope they have Rainbow Raider jerseys for him. But. You know, I, I also think it's it's kind of disrespectful to other people who have been through it and who have been through the media scrutiny to act like this is the first and, and to to split hairs over it. That's all. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Okay, and here's another difference, and maybe you don't think this is a difference. Uh, Jason Collins, when he did come out, he came out at the end of the 2013 season and he was presumably done playing. And then the next year in 2014, so a full year went by. In 2014, he signed a 10-day contract. So then that's when he became the first active openly gay player. Actually, it was the second. There was an L.A. Galaxy guy before him, a soccer player. No, I'm talking about the NBA. I yeah. mean, I don't know anything about soccer. That's fine. I, yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. But I'm saying Jason Collins, didn't. he didn't come out until he thought he was done playing. And then they signed him to a 10-day deal a year and a half later. And that that, that 10-day contract made him the first openly gay NBA player. So, But by your reasoning on the other thing, he played in the NBA on a contract. He did. He did. And I I mean, but I'm just saying that he didn't come out like in the middle of a season where all his teammates knew or while he was still currently. He thought he was done. And then he signed a 10-day contract a year and a half later. So, And I'm not saying that that's any less of a deal because he did go back to an NBA locker room where everyone in that locker room knew he was gay and they either had to accept it or figure it out, which I think that's what the real issue is, is like, how do your teammates react? I I mean, you know, the fans, there's going to be fans that are dead set in their ways. One way there's going to be fans who, who could care less. So, but I think the teammate thing is the, the biggest deal. That's the biggest hump to overcome. And whether or not these these 
these guys' teammates are willing to just say, I don't care what you do with that. I don't care what you do in your spare time. I, just I, here to play ball. I kind of think that almost every one of these, uh, and one of their every one of their teammates knows. You think so? And, and it, it, you know what? It'd be good to have a, a former player to talk about that because I think most of them know. And it's like, okay, whatever. Game's over. You go to that club. I go to this one. Yeah. No big deal. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. And, and Ashok says, y'all should take a poll, poll on whether people think Sam is an NFL player. AJ will lose on this one for sure. That, that's not the point, though. That's, that's not the point I'm, I'm trying to make. It, it's that, you know, it, it's, it, it's great that he did it. And that, that's it. And, you know, but, I mean, bringing, recreating the entire conversation every time it happens and shifting shifting it to specifics dealing with football as opposed to humanity, I object to. That's all. Uh, and so does everything change if he gets cut and never plays again? Prior to, I don't think he's getting cut. I don't think he does either. So, Well, Lance and John were talking this morning about, you know, does this, does the cynical side of you say maybe he did this to make sure he's not a cap casualty come training camp? To make sure that he that'd, gets to that'd be some next level manipulative stuff. I mean, would well, you put well, it past a human? Uh, no, I mean, I don't put anything past humans. I don't either. I don't trust. Humans. I'm not saying he did or didn't. Neither were John and Lance. It was just a you know, he's an he's an older player. He's due some money. He's 27. He nah, not he's, old. Nah, come on, 27 years old. I mean, five years in the league, six years in the league. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's do some money that the Raiders might have to cut, and that's a if that's the way you're going to try to make sure that hey, my name doesn't come up. He did only have two and a half sacks last year in 14 games. How many starts? Uh, started five. Okay, so I mean he um, he did have the two prior years in Tampa six six and a half and six. I mean he's a de- he's a decent he's not, listen, decent pass rushing depth. How many how many guys on the Texans had six and a half and six sacks last year? Or even two and a half, if we're going to be honest. I'm waiting. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think that's a factor. I think that, honestly, that's. And they weren't saying that he should be cut or anything like that. Just if uh, something were to happen, I, I, I got to tell you, that's that's somebody a, would point the finger and say pretty, maybe that's a pretty, that's a big stretch. That's all. Now, if he gets cut, I think if he gets cut, he'll get signed by someone else. Oh yeah, I think he's he's still got an he's a good enough player. Well, that's what Lance was saying. He's he might not be a starting end, but no. he's easily a second string, like the first guy on your second string for a defensive end. I mean, would he he would be the best pass rusher on the Texans if he showed up today? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was my point. Yeah, like, so they, there's certainly room in the NFL for a guy like him. Yeah, I, I, that's. Yeah, boy, that that really is sinking the worst of somebody. And I don't, I mean, I, I don't see any indication he's that kind of dude. Uh, maybe a little homophobia going on there, yeah. frankly. All right. Well, we've got a lot more to get to. I'd rather, I'd, you know, kind of rather go back to making fun of Cal McNair, but I can't do that for three <laughs> hours. So uh, I just thought the topic was worth visiting. Since the whole world seems to be visiting it and wanted to provide a different take on it. So, uh, <laughs> you're, and I think some of these jokes are probably a little much. I'm just going to just, just on, uh, on what? Uh, everywhere on text line everywhere, you know, uh, just, just keep in mind, don't get nasty on there because then Aaron has to block you. Yeah. So. Um. Yep. Already seen one message deleted. So, are you the only one who's moderating this? No, we've got like three or four of us. Oh, okay. Do they all work here? Or do we have some people? Because yeah. I, I mean, it, it might not be the worst thing in the world to get some of the, your high level twitchers involved in this. I mean, I've got access. Tyler's got access. Nick's got access. Brandon's got access. I think Josh does. I mean, there's. If somebody gets banned or timeouted, 
it's not necessarily me. It's during our show. If somebody does it during the morning show, it's not yeah, necessarily I just, I, I, Not that I, I'm criticizing the job you guys do, but I do see a lot of stuff on there that gets left on that really shouldn't. And that I think, you know, I, I'm pretty sure we've got some high-level uh, twitchers on here who would be willing to help. And it, does, it doesn't hurt to have a couple more. Just say that. All right. My man, Lawyer Dave, on the phone. All right. Well, yeah, we don't we don't we don't need to have this conversation with Lawyer Dave because Lawyer Dave is is a professional, and uh, he's he's played in the uh, lawyer league, and he's won championships in the lawyer league. What's going on, man? Well, not too much. It's uh, another beautiful day in the neighborhood with crazy drivers everywhere. <laughs> this is Lawyer Dave, Houston-based lawyer David Mestemaker. If you're hurt in a car crash, eighteen-wheeler crash. You slip and fall and get badly hurt at a store or any kind of place like that, or a doctor mistreats you, or the plant where you're working blows up, give me a call. Lawyer Dave is 713-626-8900, and I'll help you out. Yeah, getting blown up is never good, but uh, the, the cool thing is not going to cost them anything until you win the case, right? That's how it works. You call me, you want legal advice, or talk to me about a legal issue. If it's something I do, I'll help you. If it's something I don't, I'll send you to somebody who does. But that consultation never costs you a penny. If we take your case and we take it all the way through litigation, all the way through trial if necessary, you don't pay a penny out of pocket until the case is resolved. Similarly, if you need a doctor and you don't have money to pay for a doctor, or you don't have a way to get to the doctor, we'll find you a doctor in the specialty that you need and we'll get you a ride back and forth, again, without any money out of your pocket up front, for sure. That's El Tigre Tejano. Let them know how to get in touch with you, buddy. Get a hold of El Tigre at 713-626-8900. Or you can find me at LawyerDave.com is my email address. Or tweet me at LawyerDaveLaw or to my friend Fred, who I regularly see. All right. If you need a lawyer, what do you do? They had better dial Dave. Falling on deaf ears and my prayers being hindered. Fighting my fellow care and I'm growing more bitter. Looking for ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real fun sports.